You are listening to Mining Stock Education, where you'll learn from the top leaders in the natural resource sector and uncover quality mining investment opportunities. We had that good strike right before that we put out right before Christmas. So um, it's really just helped us, you know, confirm our confirm and adapt our targeting and our interpretation of what's going on. And, you know, I think that's reflected in the in the hit rates that we're starting to see uh, out there, you know, 55 percent above resource grade, uh, almost 80, 80 percent above the cutoff grade. And when you compare that to the to the resource drilling itself, including the measured and indicated portion where, you know, historically the hit rate in, in that area is only 35%. So, you know, it's good confirmation that our model and our targeting are, are coming together nicely as we move forward here. Welcome back to Mining Stock Education. I'm your host, Bill Powers. In today's show, we're getting an update from our sponsor, Fury Gold Mines. Fury just put out some uh, good high-grade drill results from their Eau Claire project in the James Bay region of Quebec. So joining me is the SVP of Exploration, Brian Atkinson, as well as the CEO, Tim Clark. Gentlemen, welcome back onto the show. Hey, Bill. How are you? Good to be back. Yeah, thank you for joining me. And uh, Brian, could I start with these results? So you put out some excellent high-grade results. Uh, You've had high-grade from the three zones that you're exploring in and around the Eau Claire uh, project. Uh, What do these specific results mean for the company? Yeah, uh, great question as usual, uh, and right to the point. Um, you know, what's interesting is, is, you know, this high-grade one, you know, the meter and a half at almost 23 grams is shallow. So, you know, in the hinge, we've been... You know, we've been looking deep. We've been looking at this plunge off to the west, and this hole we kind of drilled, you know, at a different orientation just to kind of confirm our modeling, and and it hit, you know, with sort of within 150 meters of surface. Uh, so that's that's kind of broadened our our scope up there. We've got you know a lot of vertical room there. Um, you know, you pair that with what we hit at the gap zone, which uh, you know historically has been referred to as the gap. We hit a meter at 45 grams in there. Um, these are high-grade zones. We like the high-grade aspect of the Eau Claire resource and, you know, looking to to expand upon that. And then, you know, obviously out at Percival, we had that good strike right before that we put out right before Christmas. So um, it's really just helped us, you know, confirm our confirm and adapt our targeting and our interpretation of what's going on. And, you know, I think that's reflected in the in the hit rates that we're starting to see uh, out there, you know, 55% above resource grade. Uh, almost 80 80 percent uh, above the cutoff grade and when you compare that to the to the resource drilling itself including the measured and indicated portion where you know historically the hit rate in in that area is only 35 percent so you know it's good confirmation that our model and our targeting are, are coming together nicely as we move forward here Tim, so you did almost 18,000 meters of drilling last year. I believe you told the market at the outset you were going to do about 15,000, so you exceeded uh, in terms of the meterage drill, so congratulations on that. Your share price has also doubled since we last spoke, so congratulations on yeah, on that. Know, thank you. But yeah, what are some, some of your reflections for last year? Look, uh, look I, I'm, I've been in capital markets my entire career. Um, the rule of thumb is when you create value, eventually get recognized and i think it was um it was a hard pill to swallow last year trying to do all the things that we did and just not seeing the recognition and um i think we're finally getting it and you know everybody wants to make money and when you create something that's uh pretty obvious um that there's value there what i think we needed was that catalyst of that last drill hole at percival 
it's sort of said to everybody, you know, these guys are real. We we've got we've got a potential. Um, Percival's results were phenomenal, and we've got the hinge, which is also phenomenal. Um, I think, um, as I've pointed out to, to Brian and others, is I kind of I kind of coming here from a capital markets non uh, geological you know background. I look at this and I see this canard deformation zone that runs across this whole area, and we're just poking holes in part of it. There is a huge opportunity here with fifty five thousand acres. Um, when we sat down with one of the majors, you know, they're sitting there like, well, what's over here? You've got 45,000 acres, uh, hectares that you haven't really tested that much. And we know you're, you're, you're finding it over here. I think there's just, um, a lot of upside for this company. Um, we've got the joint venture we're going to be drilling this year. We finally got that cleaned up with Newmont. So we're waiting to hear back from them and figuring out sort of like the target that we want to do we've got the hinge we've got the percival to go after um we've shown this it gets bigger our idea is going to be to do a resource update at the end of the year and um you know i like our i like our optionality here in the face of what i think is going to be a much better year for precious metals you mentioned uh, some corporate feedback, you know, pointing out the exploration potential. Was there any corporate feedback that you got specifically on your Eau Claire drilling program? No, for sure. I mean, what what uh, the feedback is that, you know, typically a lot of the juniors hug the resource. We've been stepping out and that's what they want to see. Um, these uh, these these majors they they believe in exploration. And they want to know that their money is is stepping out and seeing how things get bigger potentially for them to buy out later. And uh, you know we're doing a lot of the things right. So, so from that standpoint, I you know kudos to Brian and his team. Um, we did outperform last year. We came in uh, uh, had more meters than we expected for the money we spent. So investors should be happy with that. We also took down corporate costs by thirty percent last year. So good for me and and our CFO to do that, and I think uh, I think what you know as someone said to me recently, one of the things you look for in these mining stocks is you want a well-run company, uh, positioned well for a bull market, and I think I think it's us. I think we're a great name for that. We, we've got the Dolly Varden position on top of it, so we've got a lot of leverage with another great company that's well-run in the silver market that's surrounded by Hecla. Um, and anybody can come in there and take those guys. And so for us, we have a financial wherewithal with 10, 10 million bucks in the bank right now heading into next year. I don't think there's too many juniors that have that either. So, you know, it, we're off to a good start. I think we're finally caught up to where our value should have been a year ago. And uh, I think uh, we still have more upside to go. So you just put out your last three holes, Tim. But as you know how investors are, the question is, yeah. what's next and when? What's good? Yep. Yeah. What do you got? What have you doing for me yeah. today? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's see. Yeah, you did this. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to get today? Yeah, for sure. Um, look, uh, we're going to go after the hinge and and Percival and the joint venture. The joint venture is fifty cents on a dollar, so it's a no brainer. We know there's gold there. We just don't know how much. Um, and then you know, Percival is, I think, really exciting for the for the width that we're getting out there. Um, and then the hinge is is real and is coming in above resource grade, and uh, so it makes sense for us to go there. We haven't gotten all our um, 
data in quite yet and organized. So we're going to put together a budget and, and figure that out. And we'll announce that in coming weeks. So Brian, you're going to be in front of the computer doing desktop work, I take it for the next 30 days? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So we, you know, we've got some exciting regional exploration. Uh, the results are just starting to come in for, you know, along the the Canard deformation zone at our La Clarke property, uh, directly adjacent to Eau Claire. And then we're we're getting our results in from this year's program at the at the joint venture with Newmont. So, you know, news wise, you know, I think as we get through that data and, and get some targeting out of that, you know, we'll bring that out. And that's, you know, these are greenfield sort of targets that we're we're looking at. So you get that bit of excitement of new discovery and everything like that. And then, you know, we cycle back in and, and focus on the, you know, the other 14 anomalies at Percival and you know, finish up targeting, you know, retargeting at the at the hinge for this year based on what we've learned and, you know, keep keep plugging away for sure. Brian, for the resource estimate that Tim referenced for the end of the year, do you have a target in your head of uh, what success would be for that? Uh, I think, uh, you know, right now we've been working on the, the project for for uh, two years. Uh, we've done big step outs on, on both ends. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of work still to, to tie it back in. Um, but we, you know, we're still sticking with that. You know, we, we want to get show the pathway to, you know, say two plus million ounces and, and show that this can get there. Um, do we get there with this, you know, sort of next resource update? You know, we're still still got lots of work to do there. And, you know, what what we're seeing is we're, we're open, you know, the gap, we've unlocked the historic gap zone. Uh, we've got the hinge, which is all wide open to the west. Our westernmost hole out there is one of the best ones out there still. So lots of room. And then and then on the eastern end, uh, we had some good strikes last year and, you know, figuring it out a little bit more this year and, and into 2023. So what I would add, Bill, is that I, I think we've gotten a lot better at targeting. Uh, and I think this is what some of the analysts have mentioned to me that that we need to do a better job conveying to investors is there's been a big learning curve. And um, when you're more efficient with the drill bit, that makes a huge difference. And, um, you know, I just wanted this to flag that, Brian, you know, we've, you know, you've talked about it yourself. Um, if you want to elaborate a little bit on that. Yeah, uh, you know, a hinge, if you take that specific example, and we kind of laid it out in this latest news release where, you know, we're exceeding the uh, the historical hit rate in the resource itself by 20%, uh, which is, you know, fairly significant given that, you know, two thirds of the deposit is in measured and indicated. So if we're hitting 20% better than all that 300,000 meters of historical drilling, uh, you know, that, that bodes well for, you know, our targeting and our, our geological model and, and going forward as we, uh, as we push through the, the hinge and, and gap zones. And Tim, uh, you put out a press release. You're also having a new chair, Jeffrey Mason. Perhaps uh, give a little background on Jeff. Uh, well, Jeff has been a board member for a long time, and um, he's had experience running other companies. And he's uh, been a good uh, ally for me since I've been here. And uh, so he's joining the board, and he's very active. And, and um, you know, he's been in the space based in Vancouver for a long time, and we're very happy to have him. I think he's going to be a big asset. His skill set is definitely trends along the capital markets and, and corporate side in terms of, you know, governance and, and um, you know, basic corporate, you know, management. So you have money in the bank. Uh, you're doing desktop work for the next month or so to lay out the targets and set the budget. Anything else yeah. investors should be looking for? 
Well, I think uh, I think they should be watching the gold market right now. I think it's going to be, you know, the Fed is in a position where it could pause this summer. I've got a lot of investors that I've worked with historically who are extremely enthusiastic about the market, some of which who haven't been for a long time. So I think uh, I think it's the time to brush, you know, off your sort of gold stocks and take a look at them. And I think Fury should be one of them. All right. The company's website is furygoldmines.com. Ticker symbol is F-U-R-Y in Toronto and New York on the big boards, not on the venture or the OTC. Gentlemen, thank you for coming on the show and providing this update. Thank you, Bill. Thanks, Bill. Thank you for listening to Mining Stock Education. Please subscribe and share this show with like-minded investors. Connect with us at miningstockeducation.com and sign up for our email list to stay in touch. Much success to you as you learn about, invest in, and profit from mining stocks. The mining business is one that generates gigantic wealth. You know, a good drill hole that converts might cost fifty or $100,000, and it might discover something worth a couple billion. There is no sector that I know of that has offered up as many predictable circumstances uh, where there was the possibility, certainly not the certainty, but the possibility of 10 for 1 returns as there is in small cap and micro cap mining stocks. Concomitant with that, if you don't do the work, or even if you do do the work and don't discipline yourself on the sell side, there are very few places in the world where you can lose as much money as quickly as in mining stocks too. I just started to study up on mining stocks and I just became fascinated because this is such a tiny sector and it's so volatile that either you could really, you could do really, really well or you could pretty much get blown out of the water really quickly. The mining sector is a very risky sector. It can take your money very, very quickly. Don't fall in love with stocks. Don't be overly confident and just do your work as best you can. Do your very best, but don't fall in love and don't get too overly confident because um, that's a recipe for disaster. I have met you know, professional retail investors that have made a tremendous amount of money on the junior mining space. Some of them aren't accredited and they just they spend their days researching, talking to people, being on the phone, being pouring through financial documents, but it requires commitment. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be considered personal legal or investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell securities or any other product. We make every effort to be accurate, but the information presented is not to be considered infallible. It may contain errors and we offer no inferred or explicit warranty. If personal advice is needed, consult a qualified legal, tax, or investment professional. Do not base any investment decision on the information contained on miningstockeducation.com, our podcasts, or videos. Make sure you always conduct your own thorough due diligence before investing. Realize that we may hold equity positions in or be compensated by some of the companies we feature and therefore are biased and hold an obvious conflict of interest. For our full disclaimer, please visit our website.